welcome to another episode of Whiskey Soured. I am your host, Dom. This week's episode is not sponsored by Maker's Mark. I might have it in my coffee. Made a little Irish coffee this morning to put some pep in my step. Uh, <laughs> the lovely face that you're seeing on the screen or that you're about to hear if you're listening is my beautiful new friend, Ricky Lee. What's Yay. up, sweet thing? I'm chilling like a villain, okay? Okay. <laughs> On this wonderful Sunday. On this wonderful Sunday, but when y'all hear this, this is going to be a wonderful Friday. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, Friday. yes. What's going on? Welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> so let's just, just jump right into the shit. So what's new? Like, tell us about what you have going on. Well, mm. I just shot some wonderful adult content on Friday with this guy by the name of Dean Capture. Okay. He, he takes beautiful pictures. It's not even just adult content. He does like boudoir content. He does just okay. high fashion. He's just, his eye, his eye is just, remember how like, the Playboy covers used to be. Yes. And despite the boobies, you just be like, dang, they just shot this woman. She's so gorgeous. Like the angles. He shoots just like that. He okay. Okay. Studied that. And I'm I was like, oh my God, I'm get this I get to shoot with this man. So threw some ideas at him and we might end up like working together as far as the stuff that I want to create. Like okay. I wanna I want to create, I will create um, adult films for women. Ooh. Okay, producer, we see you. Okay. <laughs> will you be starring in these films? Uh, or? No, I don't want to. I just okay, want to, okay. I just want to, um, I've already started the process of writing. Okay. Um, pitch it. I have a, um, I just met this director. And she's looking for writers, and we shot the shit. And she was like, "Listen, keep writing, and you have your own stuff." But I, I need that back end, you know, that back end. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, "I'll work with you. I'll do the film and everything." He just, his work is just so bomb. It's so long. I'm so excited to see what you are creating. So I feel like we were very vague. Which is, this is perfect. <laughs> and now we know that you are into adult content creation. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's, let's talk about it. Like, how would you classify yourself? What is the huge misconception? Let's, let's try to, we're not going to box you, but what is the, I don't, I want to say sex work, but it's like sex work. Yeah, because sex work is such a broad term. term. Yes. Because um, as a sex worker, you could be a content creator. You could mm -hmm. be an escort. You could be, hell, a film director in mm -hmm. the sex industry. So yes. it's, it's broad. For me, um, I don't think I have any misconceptions. I don't think there's any misconceptions about me because I'm pretty much like this me, this is what you get, and that's it. So people who know me, it's kind of like you like me or you don't. Yeah. 
Yeah. And most people, most people like me. I mean, it's a couple of women out there that don't like me because. Yeah. I mean, and it's only they don't like me because I do something that they want to do, and they just right. haven't built up this the security to be like, hey. I like doing it too. So they yeah. sit back and be like, look at her, just dressed like she dressed. Ugh. <laughs> I'm like, girl, you can do it too, girl. Or or there's a version, like you that yes, they're not comfortable, but it's just like they're they don't know who they are as a person. So even just seeing you to like the naked eye, you're gonna make them like, I mean, look at your face, like. This is giving goddess, like, I mean, because that is your name, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, so you're going to enter a space and it's going to throw people off. Right. And so, yeah. So that's what most, like, love yourself. Do what you want to do. Um, yeah. When you love yourself, you don't really care about how other people view you, what their yeah. idea of you is. You just be like, look, I am here. I am fierce. I'm going to slay and not play. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a, a little bit about the content that you do create. You just gave us a little insight of like where you are headed. What are some of the things that you work in or in film and do now? So at first it just started off, you know, on Instagram, you post in half naked pictures of yourself. Yeah. But it was, you know, some of it was classy and some of it was just like, girl, why are you posting that? This needs to be in somebody's magazine. So from that point on, I used to be a dancer. Okay. Super, booty club. So I was hey. always comfortable with my body. So it went from, you know, the pandemic hit. I stopped dancing years before the pandemic. And it was like, well, I could do the strip club thing in the house. Mm -hmm. Only fans. Then I started like, Seeing girls, like, once you're in that world, it's like a whole different world. Mm -hmm. So you meet other content creators and you're like, wow, I like that. I want to try it. And it might be more of, you know, sensual type of content. And then it opens up a whole nother world. Then I'm like next to porn stars. And I'm like, oh, I've watched videos of you. And you're cool as shit. So after that, then you start meeting not just the porn stars. And I'm not talking about just, I'm talking about porn stars, like the Missy Stones and all of them. And the, um, Missy in that wig that be bouncing. Yeah. The Miss LaMarcus and all. Oh, all wow. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, snap. And then you start meeting photographers you start mm -hmm. meeting directors you start you start to realize like it's not a uh type of world it's yeah and then you start to see once you start hanging out with those people you start to see how it all connects mm -hmm. <laughs> like the whole entertainment industry and it's like you know what i think i found my space mm -hmm. i think i found my space i think i found my place i think i want to create here oh you need writers? Well, I can write. Let me mosey on over here. Because it's like you break that ice when it comes to sex, the taboo stuff. So yeah. it's like, it's already, you're already placed there. So you're yeah. just like, well, I could do that if you're looking for that. Or all I need is somebody who can film. 
oh, you know somebody that can film? Oh, let's put this together. Let's put this together. Let's put this together. And then boom, you got it. Yeah. Now that's so I'm, I'm doing content creating. I manage girls' pages and a couple of guys' pages. I teach other people how to, you know, make your own money and not rely off these bigger companies. Yes. And I think we need more of that, especially in our community. You know, if you got something, whatever it is, it's like figure out a way. Like, don't let people control that shit and don't let the people like control your narrative either. Right. And it's crazy because some people just be like, oh, they have the sex or oh, she playing with herself. It's people out there that's literally that never show anything. And they spanking some somebody's rich husband mm-hmm. and making money off of it. Yeah. Or people who sh- feed content. Yeah. You know how much? Girl, if I had two toes, I don't give a fuck. I would have been on. I would have been pimping out photos. Yo, on my toes. toes not pretty. Girl, my toes are long. First of all, you know how tall I am. So my toes are not cute. Like I, Why I, I they long. They long, they like, they like monkey toes. No, they're not. They're not like monkey toes, but they are like monkey toes. They long. And they just like, they just not cute. I keep white polish look, on it because they, they make it look so. cute to you, but they might no, be cute to somebody not. else. Thank you. Thank you. Nobody else. I'm just blessed that I have feet to walk, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Look, you got a pretty face. Yeah, and that's all that matter, okay? <laughs> And so I, um, it, it's funny because like when we think of like the idea of sex and we think of how America has made sex, like, so we don't talk about it or you can't do this and da, 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 da. And then you travel outside of the country and you see how sex is just normalized. Like it's just a, the, it's a regular part of life. Like I remember being in Paris and they had like connect attached to this building was like a, a condom, a condom vending machine. This is like, yeah, go fuck, but protect yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So even, and, and so I, I think it's interesting seeing how that industry is going and just how people, once people saw and realized, like you said, at the height of the pandemic, the, the beginning, cause we're still in the height, like it's still, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Um, we just in it, and I don't even know if it's the middle. Are we still in the beginning? Like, what is the shit? Never mind. I ain't putting know. that out. I ain't putting that out there. But like, when all of a sudden you did, like, yes, you had OnlyFans, who still takes a percentage of, my, and I don't know how much that percentage is, 20. but then they they had. Who the fuck they think they are, Chris Jenner? I mean, I understand it. Twenty percent. I understand it because they're giving us the platform to do it. I feel like as many people that's on it, they can drop that down to 10. I feel like 10 is fair. They can drop it down to five. They can really give it to you for free and, and charge like, okay, this is the membership. In order for you to use this platform, you got to pay $100 for the year. I'm okay with that. Because hey, think about how many users they have and they would still come out on top. But Or you remember when they tried to take it public or when you have celebrities using it, like you remember when Bella Thorne like made a million in a day or something and then they had to cap out. Yeah. And whereas it's like, okay, at first I wasn't using this, 
It was other ways that we had to get exclusive content, whether it had been directly through your website or you had like a Patreon account or something. But it's like now all y'all want a piece of the pie when y'all used to frown upon this piece of the pie. So you made a comment about how it's so like still sex is so taboo in America. And to be honest with you, since Benjamin Franklin, sex has definitely been one of the leading industries. The sex industry has been the leading industry in America. And to be honest with you, exploiting human beings as a whole because you know that's part of the american culture um maybe speak um, on it speak <laughs> on it i mean they they go shh mm -hmm. and then it's like but but we gonna we gonna get these women these thousands of women we gonna take them out of their own comfort zone mm -hmm. and don't tell nobody and mm -hmm. then we gonna make money off of them that's mm -hmm. just but now it's kind of like is out there. Everybody's doing what they want to do. And now they, they want a piece of the pie. They always had a piece of the pie. But this time, I mean, as I'm doing it, they taking 20%. I'm fine. Because you know, with OnlyFans, they was they really had us in a chokehold. Our the sex workers, they mm -hmm. was really abusing us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they was abusing us. Mm-hmm. One minute they're like, here's the platform. Next minute is like, oh, we made our billions. Yep. Not millions, our billions off mm -hmm. you. And now we don't want you on the platform anymore. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, how can you take who who brought you all the attention? You're going to kick us off. And then once we go, oh, no, we got to find. We was the, everybody was in a scurry. Like, what, where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? I stayed calm. Yeah, I was like, if they kick me off, we just gonna go to another pet, you know, another platform. Yep. yep. Within what three days later, they was like, "Oh, we didn't say that." Yeah, because they knew they knew at what cost, how that would cost them, how it would affect them. It yeah. all goes back to money. We talk about it all the time. It goes back to money. It goes back to the patriarchy, white supremacy. Everything goes back to that. And once they realized the damage that they was doing, it was like, oh, let's dial it back. And I think that, I, I think in certain spaces, like it sounds, I'm going to say something fucked up. Like, I don't think that celebrity should be on OnlyFans. Like, that should be for, I'm going to say us, but us, you know what I mean? Because to me, it's like, like you said, it's that level of exploitation and it comes down that everybody's like, well, they got bills too. I said, well, they touching money that we, you know, the average person will never see. You need to manage your money better. I mean, <laughs> Maybe I should. <laughs> it was to the point when, um, no, Soldier Boy can stay though. Well, it's a lot of it's a lot of celebrities <laughs> on there doing the things that people want to see them do. Mm -hmm. You know, especially the men. But yes, yeah, like when Masika Masika became, they started like promoting her, and then she did like this this video where she was promoting her only fans but she made it seem like somebody had kidnapped her and yes. yeah and that was kind of, that was disgusting not yeah. only because that's just a mess up situation to play on but it's like 
there's a lot of sex workers that have gone through that. Through that yeah. That's their life. So yep. it's kind of like, why would you even play into that? And they promoted her. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, check out Masika's page. And we were like, why? Why? She shouldn't even be on a platform because OnlyFans started off as a place for sex workers to do what they want to do. In, in a safe manner. Yeah. And it's just like, and I, and I think, but I think that in general, we are so desensitized and we're just moving through our trauma and you just don't realize, like, because for her not to even recognize that, I mean, she ain't the sharpest tool in the shed any damn way, but for her not to be able to even recognize that in creating that video, like, oh shit, like this could be very parallel to like some of these other girls' lives or men's lives because it happens to men as well. And I probably shouldn't do this. Like, I could do something. Clicks. Yeah, it's the clicks. It's that's all it goes back to. And I and it it is when I tell people, I say, what happens here is we thrive on sensationalism. We see all all day. You got to be the first person to say something, to post a story or whatever to break the news. Like, I mean, TMZ is a prime example of that. And it's just like, oh my God. And, and it's just like, who can I post this? And we, and then instead of saying, oh, let me respect this person's privacy, let me go post this picture of us. Let me make a five paragraph essay on my Instagram to say what this person meant to me, or we did this, or this person did this to me, or I was in this space with this person. Mm-hmm. That's what we thrive on. Mm-hmm. And so that was them. Because I was just, I was, when I saw it, I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm so. I'm Everybody so was concerned. We were yeah. like, what is, is she okay? And then it was, click the link to go to my OnlyFans. So what's going to happen there? Are you going to get beat up or something? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Girl, them heels. She's going to use, going to see her put lotion on them as she heels, like Zell said. <laughs> or you going to see her actual shoes leaning. Oh, my girl. Like, we gonna stop on this Sunday. Uh, okay. It's the Lord's day. It's the Lord's day. She was nice when I was around her, but them shoes was leaning. But anywho, yeah. We so said. So no shade. No shade, but shade. No, but that brings up an interesting point. We think about. I, I don't think when people think about sex work, I don't think they think about what. The layers to it. Yeah. We just think about we see oh porn, and there's certain or people think about Amsterdam or going to the red light district, but people don't think about it in that entity and how people are kidnapped and pulled into this entity in this space. I mean, look and at that's, that's not even sex work when you're actually pulled into it. That's not sex work. That's just straight trafficking. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just. It's it's crazy, but what we were talking about how you like okay, I like to do this. I'm comfortable with my sexuality. I'm comfortable with my body. Do your because you know this question got to come up. Is your family aware of the industry that you work in, and how do they yeah. respond? How did they respond? How was what was that like? So my my entrance to sex work was the strip club. 
Okay. Yes, if you are a stripper, if you work in the booty club, if you're shaking your ass for dollars, you are a sex worker because that is part yeah. of the sex industry and you work in there. So, yep. 19 year old me, I did it for two weeks and I called my mama. The, the woman that raised me and was like, I work at an exotic club. And she was like, Are you stripping? I was like, Mm hmm. She was like, you showing everything? I was like, no, we have to wear pasties and keep our bottoms on. And she was like, are you comfortable with that? I'm like, yeah. She was like, you sure? Nobody's like putting you up to it. I was like, no. I was like, my first night I made like $900. She was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think maybe about a month or so later, um, one of my sisters and my cousins told my grandmother. Oh, shit. And then my grandmother called me and was like, yeah, I heard that she was out there stripping and all that. And I was like, well, I do work at an exotic club. I am an exotic dancer. And she goes, well, that ain't really stripping. And I was like, hold on, grandma. <laughs> she was like exotic dancing that means you keep your panties on you kind of like burlesque you, you don't you yeah showing some titties or something i was like hold on grandma she said well just be safe i'm just happy you're not in east st louis you know popping your booty over there because them girls ain't making no money and i was working at a predominantly white club Okay. And she was like, you out there with the white man, I know they're making, I know they're getting, giving you some money. Ain't you look cute, look caramel, a thing. And I was just like, Grandma, how you find this out? And she told me who told her. And she was like, I'm not mad at you. Do what you do, do what makes you happy. You my only grandchild that ain't never asked me for nothing. For nothing. I figured that's all because it was gonna go back to that. I knew that's what was coming. I was like, was your like, mom was like, oh shit, you ain't gotta ask me for no money. And your grandma was like, you ain't never asked me for shit. You figured it out. She said, You've been you've been on your own since you were 16. You've been finding your way. You mm -hmm. doing your thing. You in college at the time. At the time I was in college and working <laughs> and everything. And she was like, do your thing, just be safe, okay, baby? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and that was just that. She didn't trip after none of that. She was, she was more concerned about my sexuality it, than anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you have to, it's, it's so funny because I, when you think about stuff like that or how it could go either way, because I know if that came up in my house, you know, I, I remember, I guess somebody had told my mom about something that I put like on Facebook or a photo or whatever. You know, I don't really have clothes on anyway. I'll be hot. I'm like, uh, what do you have on that Facebook? What are you doing? Or even, or even my dad, like, will say something like, and that'll just be like, okay, this is de definitely rooted in like, the patriarchy and how y'all misogyny, the misogyny yeah. and how you guys think women are supposed to appear. I said, "Don't let a motherfucker from Playboy call me because I'm doing it." Did I just I said that check gonna clear, and then when I break you off, you ain't gonna have shit to say. Let a motherfucker call me from Playboy. I'm doing it. I just put up a status like that. Yeah, that's on real. Facebook. I was like, listen. 
if y'all hear or see that I work with Playboy, I don't want to hear no judgmental comments. All I want to hear is congratulations. Yep. Even my uh, my eldest sister was like, and that's on period, poo. <laughs> you grown and you make your own money and ain't never fucking paying your bills. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it, once people realize that you don't really give a fuck and like it's nothing that somebody can say or do that will take that and that can take your joy mm-hmm. when you move through that space it's just a whole different vibe when people whisper say stuff you be like what the hell is wrong with you because <laughs> they ain't got shit to do with me over here like you know so um i started off on on instagram i was a little wild child but i started to like build up I guess my fan base or my following. And I wanted to talk about women and how to take care of us, how we Mm -hmm. should take care of us and how our male partners should take care of us. Like just the health wise Mm -hmm. with, with us down there, like it shouldn't be if a girl smells bad and she wants to get hair from her man, like he should be able to say, look, babe, you ain't smelling too good down there. Maybe you need to go to the store. He should know, like, maybe we should get you some boric acid tablets or something. Like we, our body shouldn't be off limits to talk about. If you're not feeling well, if a man can't get his, his junk up, he should be able to be like, babe, I, it's not you. It's me. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I need to go see a doctor. But right now, my man, ain't he, he ain't holding up strong right now. But it's because we t- everything about sex and, and our sex organs is like, oh, no, don't talk about that. Yeah. Why? This is part of us. Yes, this is human yeah. nature. And we it have is. to. People don't think about like. We're humans. We're going to have little humans. And if someone is doing something, you know, doing something they're not supposed to be doing with our kids, how are they supposed to express that to us? Or if Mm -hmm. something's just not feeling right with them, like, my daddy hated the thought that his baby girl was having a period. But I could always say, daddy... Can I have $20? I need to go get some pads. He was he noted in his mind, oh, it's this certain it's this date every month. He just whip out $20. Here you go. You ain't even got to tell me. Here you go. Right. I, I know he would um I couldn't go to the store one time and get it because I was cramping. And he took note, like, these the ones and went to the store and bought them. He didn't want to look the clerk in her eye, but he was like, I got a daughter, you know. <laughs> but it, it's just like we as human beings should be comfortable in every Jonathan, way. Yeah. But I, you know, it, it goes back to this conversation, especially when it comes to it's it's one thing when we talk about it with women, because we know what's happening. And every time those stats come out about women. And orgasms when it comes to, uh, I'm about to say interracial, <laughs> heterosexual relationships, that number is the percentage of women that not orgasming during sex with a male partner is so high. And men always say it's cap. And they always say that they know how to do this and how to do that. 
I got in trouble recently for saying, well, there's only a small percentage of men that I've had sex with that have actually helped me orgasm and get to that level. And I was not saying that the sex was bad with everybody else. I mean, you just didn't orgasm. I just didn't orgasm. But I was like, well, technically in that case, I've only had sex with like three or four people because I didn't come. So the rest of that shit don't count. So I want men to understand that like, you can't also have the same type of sex that you be having. Like what one girl might like, the next girl might not like. And listen to her body and listen to the nonverbals. How is she moving? Is she telling you to do this more? Is she moving your hand here? What is she saying? And men, the, the male ego is so fragile where even if you have a conversation after the fact, well, this one time you did this, I said, but that was one time. And I'm telling you now, and I'm not being saying it to be mean or make you feel small. I want you to fuck me real good all the time. And that has nothing. I'm like, that has, I'm, I'm just telling you. But they can't even take that simple conversation. It's like, listen to your partner. You ain't fucking everybody. How? And and I'll blame part of it. It's like, y'all be seeing what you see in porn. And a lot of that is added extra for you to be, as the viewer, to be able to get off or turned on by it. And then you go into your act. Don't be fucking me how the white boys be fucking them girls and white girls. I don't like that. I don't want to be fucked like no jackrabbit. Take your time and work me slowly. Shout out to Escape for that line. Okay. <laughs> um. So I think within just how we are brought up from childhood, if you notice, everything is to cater to the boys or to the man. So starting off with a little boy, you know, if he like a girl or something like that, and she don't like him back, she's being mean. Mm-hmm. Or and then as they grow up, you know, if a girl don't do what he want her to do and all that stuff, that whole you know the whole rapey culture, all yep. that comes about. And then they grow up to be men, and then it's like, oh yeah, I'm doing this. And women don't make it no better because. A lot of women pacify these men. A lot of women lie to these men. Oh, you made me come two times in less than 10 minutes. Girl, quit lying. Exactly. Quit lying. You're just I a quick bumper. I tell a man, like, that was some good sex, but I ain't, I ain't come. Like, I yeah. did like the way you hit it, but I ain't, you know. And, and, and it should be, and his response to that is, okay, so what should I do next time? And when we do it next time, Tell me exactly what you want and how to touch you and what to do, you yeah. know, and, and it's a process and people, it comes across, especially for black women that we're being like aggressive and black women don't want to submit. And I'm like, I'm not, that has nothing to do with that. That has everything to do with, if you're getting pleasure out of something, I want that too. So it goes both ways. And a lot of men are not, I have homeboys that are like, Hey, it took a, a woman that they was sleeping with that might have been like 10 years older than them that was comfortable and being vocal about what she was saying, say, you you out here fucking bitches like this? No, 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 no. This is what you need to do. And I think that men, they're taught how to fuck 
from men. That's all you got to do. And it's like, how how can you take advice from someone who doesn't take dick or do they take dick? Or, um, or it's like, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I was just, or it's just like, you don't have a fucking vagina. So you don't know how it even works. Like you just know that we have a hole that stimulates your dick. You don't know. Like you be having like when when every time I see a diagram of a you know a vagina and it says you need to focus right here focus and it's a here. Don't be sucking my lips and pulling them all out and yeah. doing all this just disfiguring the, the shit. Focus right here on this little this little knuckle. And Sometimes. then don't be like trying to lick it off. Like, and don't be licking it like you a kitten licking milk. <laughs> what the hell? That's like, like I had to, okay. So I had, I had a, it was an intimate moment with somebody. Okay. And I was just like, why are you doing that? That's, <laughs> am I telling you that feels good? Like, do you hear me moaning? Do you, mm-hmm. do you feel my body? Like, it's not even swollen, baby. It's telling yeah. you it's not what it what it wants. Yeah. And I was like, this is what you're doing. Right, so I had to like right. become the head doctor. I was like, this is what you're doing to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, Dad, mm-hmm. you don't like that, do you? No. So why would you do that? Did you do that to me? Because he because he, I, I feel that. Sometimes, like you might have dated some part that liked it chomped on, but again, it goes back to I tell people, all pussy is not created equal. Totally. Just like all all dicks are not either. Mm-hmm. And so, what one woman may like, the, the next chick won't. So again, it goes back to the cues. You the 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 prime example here is, it's not slow. I'm, my body's not responding to that. And you still are doing what you want to do and thinking that it's going to make, no, that's not how it works. And I think that, that that is a real conversation that we have to really start having with men and saying, hey, and just like I was watching um, this goop sex, goop, sex, mm-hmm. love and goop. And the girl Netflix. was talking, yes, on Netflix. And the girl was how the black girl, that couple Mm-hmm. And how the guy was thinking that her body wasn't responding to her, or she didn't like to have sex. And I knew, I knew deep inside because she was kind of quiet. They always be freaks, but she wanted more from him. He just didn't know how to get her to that level. And we have to have. I've I've had a lot of sex with older men. Not on no sugar daddy type shit. That was just the men that was trying to date me. I don't have no daddy issues. And you know you're going to have a good fuck. You know you're going to yeah. have a good fuck. Them niggas came out. They was coming up through deep throat and the sexploration period. We're going to fuck good. I know it. And so I I, I said, the difference is how you be fucking old man? I said, oh, old man. And, not, and I'm more mature in age. I'm not going to age him. But it's levels to it. And they know how to get into your 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 psyche and your mind. And they really gonna take their time with you because it's gonna start, you don't even realize it. Y'all at dinner and y'all talking about certain different things and he asking certain questions. 
trying to see, all right, well, she don't like that. I said, make sure I don't do that. Mm-hmm. When I go in, I'm going to really take my time. I'm going to do this. I'm going to lick her hair. I'm going to touch her hair. And then I might surprise her somewhere that she didn't even know that she might have even, like, let me see how she responds to that. So when that act happens, you're going to be like, what the fuck just happened to me? <laughs> but a lot of young guys in our, our age bracket, they don't have to do the work, especially in our, our industry, like where we are out here in L.A., this environment. And we know the people that we come in contact with, you know, it's it's women left and right everywhere they turn. So when they and right. they just be trying to get a nut off. And so they don't have to do the work. It's the girl trying to overcompensate to get chose. I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. Why do you think you deserve an Oscar worthy male street performance for me? What what did you do? Did you pay any bills? Did you did you warm me up? No. All right, cool. I'm gonna be Where Patrick Starr. Where's the foreplay? Where's the foreplay? And everybody wants to have rush sex. Well, I gotta be here and do this. And I'm like, I hate rush sex. I ain't saying we gotta fuck for like an hour or whatever. But I, I, I really, really, really enjoy foreplay. And foreplay is, like I said, it's, it's, it's not just oh, we just kissing and you touch my coochie, getting it wet or nothing. Like I said, sometimes it's a conversation. Sometimes we might be sexing throughout the day. Yeah, a lot of men don't understand that though because you got the girls that throw throw it at them, and mm-hmm. then they never really had to work for it. Nope, so, never. So it's, it gets to the point where it's like, just give me sex, just give me yep. that. So you, it's like we really can't. You, you run it. You run into the like you said the more mature guys, and there's some guys in our age bracket. Some, not a lot. They, they, they. But know you know that. what? Actually, you know what? I don't know. Them niggas don't count no damn way. So yes, I've had, I've had four experiences in my life that have been very pleasurable. <laughs> I mean, I can agree with you as far as the older guys. I mean, the person that I'm with now, mm-hmm. our age, our age bracket. I don't know if it's because he had his mother and his grandmother around. I don't know, but he definitely caters okay good good yeah friend <laughs> yeah um i because i i was what's crazy is that i'm gonna have to have my mom on here one day because we've gotten to that point in our relationship where we can have these conversations and you know i'm turning 35 in like a couple weeks and she called one day i think i was like 30 maybe like 31 or 32 and she was like i just realized you're grown bitch i've been grown what the fuck you mean girl, she realized it. girl you know people girl i'm still calling my little my little nickname my little pet nickname that she had for me when i was growing up and i'm like twice her size like height height wise you know and so you we, always be her baby girl she's like mon petit midget i'm like girl, i'm not a midget no more you the midget <laughs> the roles have reversed i'm taller than you but we had that. I said, Mom, I'm like, you know, I said, it, it's weird because I was like, you you meet this fine, attractive guy and you guys are hitting it off and then he fuck you like a blow up doll. And she she said the same thing, like they don't have to work for it. So that the majority of the time, that will be the most mediocre sex that you have with this guy that you have this attraction to. The ugly niggas got to fuck you right because they don't have nothing else to fall back on but good dick. Mm-hmm. The broke dude is the same thing. And so when we always talk about like broke, broke dick, you know, be fucking you because they ain't got nowhere else to go. You they might be staying at your house for like a couple weeks. So they have to, there's extra things that they have to do. But instead of women us uh, us taking the time to say, hey, like, you know, I don't really 
like that or you shouldn't do that. We just let it be and they just go to the next chick and keep doing the same thing and she don't say nothing either. And I was in a situation like that where a guy I was really attracted to, we had all this chemistry. I even gave him the throat, Joan Clayton, like three month rule. Girl, when he, I said, the first time, you know, sometimes you might have an awkward encounter a first yeah. time because your body is trying to like, okay, this is new or whatever. And I just was like, I don't know what happened. What did he do? And why? Why am I in pain? There was a lot of, that was, so then the second time I was like, okay, if this starts happening again, I'm going to speak up. I'm going to say something. And I did. I said, I don't know who or what you've been fucking, but I don't want to be fucked like that. And I said, and I just was like, you know what? We might not have sexual chemistry. And I was like, we probably are better off being friends. Like, I didn't even want to have the, to do the adjustment. And I was also younger. Now I, I, you know, I will take that time and and, and teach people how to, you know, please me. Mm -hmm. But I was like, nah, this ain't worth that. But I also knew personality wise, like what that would, you know, like you ain't trying to hear that. Yeah. Somebody will like that shit, but not me. Yeah. That's, I mean, we all go through it. And like, like you stated, like don't nobody tell them. And then they mm-hmm. go through all these years where they doing the same thing. And it's, it takes, it's either that they, they read a book or somebody tells them like, yeah, come on now. That ain't, that's not what yeah. it is. Because for so long, we, we as a people are taught that women are here for men. There's mm-hmm. a lot of men who yep. believe they still yep. think like that. Like, yep. why do I have to work so hard to make you bust a nut when uh, when you bust a nut, nothing happens. But when I bust a nut, I can create life. What? Girl, ignorant. Ignorant. <laughs> ignorant. All we, all we are, like, I, I, I had to tell somebody this recently. And she's... <laughs> She's a, she's a sex worker. Like, she's an actual escort. Okay. And But, you know, she gets to the coin. But she was like, girl, don't, none of these men, they just don't fuck me right. And I was like, well, baby, you lay there as if you're their sex toy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know about, I guess a lot of women go through that. But I really run into a lot of men. And women who just want to cater to me in the most blissful and sexual way. And I just be thinking, like, what are my ladies doing to get this horrible sex? Now, don't get me wrong. I've had some bad sex, but that was back in my 20s. (laughs) And I was experimenting myself. So it was kind of like, I don't think I like that. And never went back. Mm -hmm. But it's like, we have to be able to open up. And once again... Like we said earlier, a lot of women don't even know who they are. They are. Yeah. They don't know what they want. They don't. It's just like I'm here. Use me, no, baby. You gotta know what you want. Mm-hmm. You gotta know. This is me. I like head more. And if he if he get me to that point, I might ride the dick. So mm-hmm. you know, just just gotta know. Yeah, and it it's. 
I and I'm I'm that person. I'm like, okay, I ain't really big on hair. I've had a lot, of, I, and it don't really do much for me. And like I said, even with old men, like it's cool. And I allow people, like I said, I I try to compromise because like there are people that like it a lot, and or, and or they like giving it. And I'm like, okay, you can do this for like about five minutes, but then put your dick in me, or let's do this. <laughs> let me take a you know, whatever. But it's like there's there, but I'm able. I've I've. I vocalize that to you. I say, I don't need it every time we have sex, but I, I will be willing to let you try, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it's cool. So, and then it was, it was sometimes like, I was just like, oh, like today I could go for that a little bit. And like, <laughs> I'm like, it ain't, I know I probably won't get off for real, for real, but I'm like, you can stay down there for a while. You ever had a, you ever had a woman give you it? Can we talk offline? You were asking very personal <laughs> questions on this very public platform. Because <laughs> you know, I let the women do me. Like you, okay, me. so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I remember I was like telling like this girl, we're not we're no longer friends, but she always used to want to go to like, you know, like the gay, you know, like not cherry, it was like cherry pop, but it would be like a night where it was like, like all chicks. And I'm like, bitch. I ain't trying to be up in there. I'm like, because I know how fun I am. And I ain't trying to be turned out. I said, because women know how women want to be pleased. And sometimes they and don't. I tell, sometimes, sometimes they, they don't, don't. But the stories I hear from my homegirls. Yeah. But also, like I said, but I, I feel like they are very kind of vocal or I'm going to move your head this way or I'm going to do this. But I was yeah. just like, you know, you know, which is how a lot of times like women, especially like girls that could be leaving a uh, tumultuous relationship with a man, sometimes they end up in a relationship with a woman because they, hey, they hit that, they hit that spot that they got. She been telling that guy to get to and just, and like I said, and it mainly just be the click. <laughs> and get you like, oh shit. I well, I can do this and then get some penetration. So it's just a whole uh, another thing. Well, but, see, with women, when it comes to sex, it's easier to talk to. Yeah. And then it's it's a little bit harder when you're talking to somebody who doesn't have that anatomy. Yeah. And they don't care to learn it either. Because you say, can you swivel your hips to the left? And he's still just thrusting straight. So it's kind of like, eh. Yeah, I just be like, I'm gonna move it mm, right here, right here. Like, I like that. I like that. So I'll give you affirmations like during sex. I'm like, oh yeah, that feels good. Mm, yeah. And but but it's just like it brings me back to like the situation with the goop, how the girl like had like kind of like a hooded vagina, and he just had to you know push like it back or to it you know so he can get to it correctly because maybe that was something that was happening. And I'm like, I think I think what was the dopest thing about that is that it literally stripped that man's like ego or what, and what he thought he knew. And all it was was like, well, this is what she needs. And this is the third party for you to tell, to, for, to tell you that. And for you to give her this very, this crazy sexual experience. And I'm like, does a third party need to be in everybody's bedroom? Cause I'm like, hey, you're not looking. Do you see her face, man? That don't look pleasurable. Well, she don't where it's not. I feel like a lot. I feel like a lot of relationships, they need a third party, 
And I'm not necessarily saying like a poly thing or anything like that, but I'm not going to hold you. A lot of these men who are in relationships that are, that are, I'm about to take it to a whole different, it's about to go a little left, but you, you can agree or you can't. But it's a lot of times when these men are in relationships, like serious relationships with women, mm-hmm. whether they're partners, life partners or marriages, and then they go off mm-hmm. and they get into a little, little side thing and then they learn so much and then they go back to their wife and their wife is like, it's something different about you and I like it because mm-hmm. this other woman is teaching him stuff and it's got, and then you know, of course, society be like, Oh my god, he's a cheater! Oh my god, but then it's like that's that third party, and sometimes it happens with women too. Yeah. They get they get a little side piece, and it might be a man or a woman, and it's like, Oh, why is it so easy to talk to you? And then they go, Well, maybe you should talk to your partner, and they're like, Well, babe, they've been transparent for the start, the start, they haven't been transparent from the start, boom, and I, um. Which leads to, I, I I literally just talked to my my cousin about this because he was had gotten divorced. I said that was the best thing that happened to him. To and get divorced, girl. Is he said that that was he, you have to check it out. But I was saying it it keeps coming up. It comes back to being able to ask questions. The even even the tough questions. You know how do you how how do you want to be pleased? What what are things? What are turnoffs for you? Because we're so used to just being in that space of like, I have this person. There are things about him that I would change or whatever. But what are those things? I'm not used to that. Like, and, I'm not and, used to that. In exactly. My, in yeah. my relationships, we have to talk. We have to have uncomfortable, mm-hmm. most awkward conversations. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like you should be able to tell me like if I'm not the freshest. And it could be like, it's been a long day, bitch. Go get in the shower. I'm not eating all day pussy. (laughs) Or I'm not sucking all day dick. Go get your ass in the shower. Yeah. Or if you know that that's how, or those are your attention, I'm like, or you could, you know, even as a partner, I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to have the shower running or I might run them a bubble bath so they can soak a little bit Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then we can get to the action. But because he even tried to fuck me the other day with the all day dick and it smelled like sweated cheese. Like, I, you know what I mean? So, but there's, but there are things that you can even do, like unconsciously, that that person might not even pick up on. But it's just like if it's something that keeps happening, we definitely need to have a conversation. Yeah. It's like, hey, like, what's going on? But like you said, what is if 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 a guy? I I don't think a lot of men realize that certain traumatic events can happen that changes how they're how they're testosterone levels. Yeah, and, and, and I how remember, they perceive us. Yes, and how they perceive us. And I remember telling a guy, it's like, okay, if this is happening, and you're saying it has nothing to do with me, that's cool. Like, but I'm like, hey, so when did just start happening? Because you could probably track this back to a certain period in your life where something traumatic could have happened that mm-hmm. changed your your levels. And he was like, I never thought about that. I'm like, yeah, sometimes, especially when you're, you're black people, we live on survival anyway. Like that's just how 
it is uh, is for us, unfortunately. But I'm like, take it back to where you, this huge shift happened. He was like, shit, that is probably when that started happening to me. And I was like, yeah, it's just, just asking a simple question. I'm not trying to be in your business, but I'm just trying to help you out. And also you did a technique where you're actually talking to someone. I think a lot of times I'm, I'm definitely going to take accountability for our women, especially our black women, because I had to learn myself. We talk at each other. Mm-hmm. So then when we get into these relationships and even our men, you know, a lot of them come off as hard mm-hmm. and all that. Yep. They are the most sensitive things, the most sensitive beings. And we have to, I know some women would be like, I ain't his mama. But a lot of times his mother talked at him. Mm-hmm. So we have to just learn how to communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. We definitely have to be like, you know, babe, you did something during, you know, our last session. And, you know, it, it triggered me a little bit. And I know where it came from. This is why it triggered me. And I'm telling you now that I'm not comfortable with it. But if that's your thing, I can, you know, I can identify what's going on with me. Right. We can right. identify what's going on with you. And right. we can, you know, meet each other in the middle. Right. Or like right, right. your situation. You you talked to him and was like, eh, you need to figure out what was going on. and made you go through that. And it's just... As a whole, when they say communication is key, it really is. And how to talk to each other and to listen, take it in, to understand. Yeah, yeah. And I think it it it, it even goes back to like, hey, it is okay to like let your guard down. It is okay to receive constructive criticism. I'm just trying to make this better for the both of us where we are both having an amazing time. Like we should be having, and not, like I said, like there'll be moments where we, we gonna have to, you, you want a quick year or something happens. Mm-hmm. But when we getting in it and we're, I want to have mind blowing sex. We really, really going at, I don't want to feel empty or just like, Oh, I was almost there or this happened. And for me, I know like sometimes I, 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 I know when I was on birth control, like my body, changed like so much and it fucked me up and and I haven't taken a pill in like years and I still feel like my body has never returned to its normal state. It doesn't. It doesn't. And so for me, I know where like where at one point, like I knew if I was on time and I was riding you, like I knew I was going to come. It's not that easy no more. And so I, and I tell men that I was like, okay, sometimes I need extra help. I'm going to bring it to it. And if you tell me, no, I got you. No, I'm not fucking you. I'm not because men shouldn't be intimidated by this this thing, and it has and it has nothing to do with you. And sometimes choices so just be fine. I'm not some, trying to. Some people are just insecure. Just yeah. Some Nick men are very Cannon. insecure. Yeah, and because <laughs> you know Nick Cannon asked was like, "Oh, I don't want um, my girl to bring no sex toy into the room because that toy might do something better." Than me. No, it has nothing to do with that. But it's just also levels to pleasure. Is it's like don't you have- got one testicle? To, I'm not about to play with you. I'm not about to play with you. Fuck. <laughs> That's why. That's why. 
that's why he feel that way. <laughs> Girl, I'm not about to play with you. <laughs> I don't think it's I don't but I don't think men, but like I said, there's levels to pleasure. I tell my partner that. And he just be like, yeah, I want you to do this. And I want you to put your toy on your plate. And I want to do this. And I'm going to put my tongue right here. And I'm going to do that. I'm like, yeah, daddy, we're going to do all of that. And it's no problem. And I, I like that he's like understanding and, and gets it. And I told him, I was like, it has nothing to do with you. Like, shit, you have to rub my, you have to like suck my titties, like my nipples a certain type of way. Because I don't feel that sensation anymore from the pill, girl. My friend's like, get your nipples pierced. I was like, girl, these my titties too big to be getting my nipples pierced. And they always, my nipples are always hard for no reason. So I don't need no more attention. <laughs> these things just be, and you know, I don't wear a bra. Them Me neither. <laughs> and it's just like, so what, what's going on? I was like, it's just, I said, I don't know. I don't know. It's just them. I it's got just... some big ones. The one, girl, I got some big nipples. The ones is like, the ones is good for feeding. And all every even women be like, you know what? You should definitely breastfeed. I'm like, I don't want to hear it. Not um, right now. <laughs> Not right now, bitch. Suck the titties. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, right. No, mine are like Hershey kisses. They're not. Oh, yeah, they're like Hershey kisses. <laughs> yes. So... I just said that at the shoot. I was like, <laughs> I love my nipples. They're like chocolate Hershey kisses. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, it's just. I, I feel that men have to get out of this air, this space of, oh, this toy is going to do this, and I don't want this thing. And I'm like, but I'm like, a lot of times, like, when women are bringing toys, like, there are some women that, like, are bringing, like, dildos and stuff, just to, just to be fun. But I'm like, that's nothing to do with you. Like, it's just an added layer of fun and pleasure. Like, you're still going to fuck I don't never run into those type of men because... They be like, "Hey, bring that one toy, <laughs> you know? right?" And, and and that's and that's from my like, yeah, and 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 that's that, that's what I've experienced. But if a guy tells me that, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not fucking you. I'm not about to waste my time because you, know, you about to fuck me like I'm a bulb, though. I'm cool, I'm cool on you. And to me, it's just like you. I'm like, your level of insecurity. I'm like, and now that makes me think like, okay, how <laughs> you got all these kids? How many images are you really making going? Look. Like, what are you doing? They don't care. And some men, like Nick Cannon, they just want to have their seeds everywhere. and That's ghetto you, to me. You think so? It's, go, it's ghetto. You think so? I think... So my, my thought process behind that, like, he is a man who has all the means to have mm-hmm. multiple children to be honest with you my thought process is not the traditional thought process when it comes to kids because a lot of people want to take it back to the bible and to be honest with you we were supposed god told us as his children we have three responsibilities that was to create procreate and build and if you making hella kids and you taking care of them kids, by all means, make your kids and, you know, take care of them. Like, I don't think nothing's wrong with what Nick Cannon is doing. Because he's taking care of them. Now, 
Pookie down the street and around the corner down the block who got 12 kids and no job and selling dime bags. Now that's a problem. That is. But <laughs> the issue, the issue with that too is you saying keyword build. And I feel like because there are so many and they are throughout the different parts of the country and it's not the same person. I'm, I don't care about like, he can have multiple baby mamas. I don't care, but I just feel like it's a time thing and yeah, he will never have that. enough time. And it's also like, he pretty much said that he's dying. We're all dying. Okay. But it's just like, also, I feel like that he would, he can't give them that time that he needs. Cause he also still does so much everywhere else in the industry Right. To make sure that he can supply for these kids. Right. I think I don't I don't know if he understands that concept of that. And that that is one thing that always comes up when kids start to grow up and have issues. They don't they never care about the access and the money that they have. They want that person's time. Right. So that that's my biggest concern is that that's why I think it's good. I'm like, you ain't gonna be able to get these kids that time. I think what he's really trying to do, he he gonna I, I think he got his love. Canon senses working and he gonna end up getting like a big old house and moving all them in there and that's how it's gonna he'll have a little com a compound <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it may be it may be that might and that might that might be the case too so. and even still he's still not gonna have time for his kids because yeah. he works so much so much he works that's so what, much that's what led to him and Mariah Carey divorcing yeah she thought that she was going to get this young boy who was going to be up under her. And yep. he's like, nah, -uh, baby, I got to go to work. <laughs> yep. Because he's a workaholic. And I yep. understand why. Yep. Um, and, and you feel like the access or every opportunity that's presented your way, you feel like you have to take it because you don't know if you're ever going to get that again. Because I know dating men that are entrepreneurs and, and dating one now that's building and, and you know, something dope from the ground up every opportunity he take it. And then that's one thing he always, he's even mentioned to me, like, I wish I had more time. <laughs> like if there was a longer day, cause then I could carve out, you know, da -da -da, you know, this, this, and this and that. And then you still have a family, you know, like his family that like leans on him and so mm -hmm. much. So it is, it, it's, it's levels to it. So like you said, that time thing, that time thing is the biggest thing for me. And baby, that's why I was like, you know, you ain't got no time for all these damn kids. Hey. You don't. <laughs> he he feel like he got the money so he can he can, you know. I they, guess the money kind of trumps it, but like you said, time is yeah. something that is needed. Because you need to spend that quality time with your children to help mold them to be yep, who to be good they're going to be. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> real. Um, oh, what's up? What was I going to tell you? Okay. So what is one of the things, like, what is what is the craziest or, and I'm not going to say, like I said, like earlier misconception, do you ever, like, if you're dating, does what you do ever come up in that conversation as you are, are dating and getting to know somebody that you are, you know, like in the sex industry working and, or, and how do like people respond to it? 
Um, so the person that I'm with now, he's fine with it. Um, okay. We kind of we knew each we knew each other before I really jumped into this part of it of the content creating, okay. but he's been around stars like yeah he, he's been around like the the stars in the industry so it's it's nothing taboo on his end like he what you need help with that's what that's the type of person he is um in the past um none of them cared like okay uh, when i was a dancer that made dudes want to talk to me even more what you a stripper Oh hell yeah! Like you know, they be all happy. I got this bad stripper bitch. Like, <laughs> so they never cared. Um, there was one guy in particular, and he didn't like that I was a dancer because of his own insecurities. One, a lot, yeah. He didn't like the fact that his friends could easily go into the club and see me, mm-hmm. and two, I would get more attention than him, mm-hmm. and three. I made more money than him. Mm-hmm. And he was one of those trust mm-hmm. fund babies. Like mm-hmm. he comes from a wealthy family. And it's me, the girl who used to be a homeless teenager, making more money than the boy. They never, ever had to worry about his next meal. Or, you know, he could always run to his mama house. Like mm-hmm. his mama, when she bought a new house, she put his room right next to hers. Weird. And he, he was grown. 28, 29. So around, I can't remember what age we was, but it was the late 20s. And he just had an issue with that. And at that point in time, I was like, this how it is to date somebody that comes from money? I don't like this. This is ghetto. Mm-hmm. Like, this is they- ghetto. Dealing with their own insecurities and trying to control your narrative, and now have nothing. I'm like, yeah, that, that got everything to do with you. I mean, it bothered him that I made more money than him. Like he was the type of dude that if he had no money when we went out, and if I was to go like, here's the card, he he wanted me to like hand it to him underneath <laughs> the table. Most like an episode of Girlfriends. <laughs> this because when they ring up the card it's gonna say my so, name right like that's yeah and, and it's just because I, I would just always wonder like sometimes like i think what happens is when you encounter and interact with people they feel like what they see on social media like i like we have honest like i have that honest conversation like offline right right and i see like the stuff that you post it's 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 entertainment uh-huh. And so I, I understand that, right? But then it's like you meet people that think that you are at that level like all the time. And I'm like, no, like there are boundaries. Like there are spaces where I don't do that. Like, you know, like I, there, there are normal parts of my life. And that is oh. just for, for over here. You know, so, I get that a lot. Yeah. And so that's what I was like really wondering about. Like even I, like. I, ooh, I get that a lot. Um, some someone that we know, we both know, a mutual. In the back of their mind, I know for a fact that they think that I am just DTF, mm-hmm. and and it's like for the right price, like oh, for the right price, she whatever. And it's like, first of all, I've never had to sell 
coochie. Like, <laughs> and yeah. even if I did, like, that's my business. But I, I've never been in a position where I was like, yeah, you want to buy some coochie? Like, it was nothing right. like that. Right. So, it, it, it's times where I, this person has put me in positions with entertainers and think that I'm going to be on some groupie stuff. And I just be like, that ain't how this work. Like, it's <laughs> not, I am, I, I might be a hoe, but I'm not no, no thirsty hoe. Right. If they want some attention from me, they got to come up to me and they can, they can ask, hey, how much this? And I'm going to be looking at them like, mm -mm, that's not how, that's not how I, that's not how I work. That's not the right. type of hoe I am. I'm the type right. of hoe I can just be nude and I can talk about shit that we don't, you know, talk about. Like, right. somebody can ask me, how far can a dick go? And, you know, I can have that conversation. But just to put me in situations to get attention from certain celebrities and all that type of stuff, I'd be like, nah, that's, that's not how I roll. And I think that that's a conversation that I was just having because... There's a conversation I'm probably going to have to have with someone because I don't live in that space of my just the realm of attractiveness because I understand that there are more things that come to it and like you said this it sells itself right. and I don't have to I don't have to rest in that and I mm -hmm. don't rest in that and so if you're saying something to somebody else it confuses me because it's just like. Why are you even, why is this even a conversation topic? Like, and I'm thinking of it and I'm thinking of like things like from a business standpoint or, you know, I'm always figuring out like who, who to plug this or how to connect. Cause we network consistently. Yes. I don't need that person to just view me in this space. My mouth, like the things that I say, will do that. Right. And, and 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 so don't don't do that. So I'm having to have that conversation with somebody because it doesn't to me it doesn't serve me. But that's also how I was raised. Exactly. So I have to, I have to definitely gonna have to have that conversation because I'm like don't do that no more because it's weird and it also blurs the lines. Like I, like I said, like my real life, we do we we do stuff like I said like this is this is an entertainment show. Like I'm getting to know you. Like we are asking questions. But like when we turn this camera off and we go to relax and we're in our homes and all this stuff, like I'm just I'm just like, hey, I'm chilling. Don't don't add extras to that because this is this is a healthy boundary that I've created. Mm -hmm. So mm -mm, don't do that. Yeah, because I'm like I'm like it's, it was like he was like pimping me out and I was just like I definitely don't do that shit. Like you said, yeah. like what the I fuck? had a friend that I, he's actually a friend and he's connected and. You know, he likes to bring women around to make them look a certain type of way. Of course. And, Don't they all? Yeah. And that's fine with me because, you know, if, I, if I'm not connected to that person that you connected to and you're our connection, I'm definitely going to mosey on over. But don't put me in that situation and basically broadcasting me as that type of girl because that's not yeah. me. And yeah, I, it, I speak up. I, excuse me. Oh, yeah. it's not that type of party. Yeah. That's so now they're looking at now they looking at you crazy. Yeah. And they're like, okay, she about her. You know, she. she 
she legit like yeah it's it's sad that we have to have those conversations but i always look at I always look at situations like that in a good light and a in a bad light it's okay. sad that it has to occur but there's a good light because it shows that you can definitely speak up for yourself ain't nobody gonna get the okie dog over you and right. it shows strength mm-hmm. and then it's like and i can check you too like chill like yeah yeah. You gotta look at them like you know how the mamas used to look at the kids. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm gonna beat your ass when we get home. <laughs> but no, and, and and that's the thing, it's just like I was and I had talked to a friend about it this morning, one of my homeboys, and he was just like, I don't think that it was any ill will behind it, mm-hmm. but you do you do need to nip that in the bud now because you have to think like if that's a space that, that person navigates in and they don't know, like they're like you you talked about worth. Mm-hmm. And that's just the space that they've always moved in and you're coming in and you're like, nah, I'm cool. Like that ain't, that ain't that. Because then you it also, like you said, people, and especially we see it all the time, men get aggressive and I don't know what your conversation was. And he probably thought it was one thing. And I'm just like, uh-uh this ain't that like you said and then next thing you know it puts you in that compromising situation and where some people can't take that let down and they was like well no but she said and then i'm like no i don't give a fuck like (laughs) what she said i'm telling you so i don't know where that that came from but that's not me and that ain't never been me right so But tell the people where they can find you on the social medias and on the interwebs. So, as y'all could probably see, I changed my name. (laughs) (laughs) Cash Um, at me. Okay, you can cash at me, damn on me. But no, (laughs) besides the cash app, just take that money sign out and you can actually just Google that and I pop up. I have a website called Hoochie Poppy, H-O-O. C-H-I-P-A-P-I dot com. You can message me there. All my links are there. Um, I have a little store there with some of my artwork and sex work positive, sex positive, sex fluid, everything sex there. Um, Yeah. And if you want to talk to me, you know, I'm on Twitter. I'm working on my sixth and my seventh Instagram because they keep deleting me. You can find me on Facebook too. Like, type in the Black Asian or Hoochie Poppy, and I pop up. Ain't nobody else there. Me. Me in his face. Hey. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This is, we have to do like a part two. Maybe we could do a part two where it's like kind of like a, a panel and we have like some guys to. That'd be fun. That'd be so much fun, right? I'm going to have to curate that. Yeah. Yes. Um, Y'all all know to like, subscribe, and share the podcast. And y'all buy some damn candles. Uh, actually, I'm gonna have a promo for my birthday, so uh, I'll probably put it in the I'll put it in the description of the show because it'll probably be 35 percent off a purchase of 25 dollars or over a certain amount if you buy multiple. Buy one get one half off, not free, half off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be in my bag. And I'll be in his too, like Megan said. But uh, I'll see y'all here next week. Bye.